0: Got time for a quick story. I've had the privilege to interview three members, current or former, of Foreigner over the past half decade. I'm recording this in the spring of 2020. And the first of those interviews was with Lou Graham, their longtime lead singer. This uh, interview you're going to hear is from May of 2016, and it kicks off a three-part series on the Got Time for a Quick Story podcast featuring... Discussions about Foreigner. Now, this was an interview done before one of his solo shows in 2016. And in this interview, I asked him about the band he was working with at the time, about technology evolving, about how he keeps his voice in shape over time. He, I always remember Nina Blackwood on MTV mentioning how, in her opinion, Lou Graham at one of the best voices maybe it was the best voice in rock music i mentioned that in towards the end of this interview to to lou graham i had to throw that in there because that that always stuck with me and also asked him about the recording industry at the time so take a listen to this interview from 2016 it's an insightful interview with lou graham as so we kick off our foreigner series here on the got time for a quick story podcast Well, we're talking today with Lou Graham, the voice of Foreigner, performing at Ho-Chunk Gaming in Black River Falls. The concert is coming up on Friday, June 10th, an 8 p.m. concert with special guest Mark Andrew. Uh, This set in particular you're working on this year, the the show overall, a new show, and the band you've got, describe what will people be seeing at Ho-Chunk Gaming in terms of the set list? What, What have you revised this year? What do you got?
1: Well, uh, uh we're 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 more or less uh, setting up uh, um the the all, all the foreigner hits almost in, in the order they were released and and on the particular albums that they were on. So so it's it's like it's it's chronological to a degree and, and uh I have my own solo things in there where where uh chronologically they they, they were and uh you know, and, and uh, we we have a lot of fun. Uh, people are singing along, and and uh, you know the, the the set is very uh, animated, and and uh, it, it's uh, got a few little surprises here and there. And basically, we uh, we we really enjoy what we're doing.
0: How has the set evolved over the years? Is there you mentioned in the particular this time around? It's more. It's particularly chronological, but how has it evolved over time? What's your approach as you go through the years of this particular show?
1: Well, uh, I mean, uh, uh, in, in, in years past, up to this point, we, we've structured the set um, uh, using... Uh, uh up-tempo songs, uh, a little harder, a little heavier, and then down to a soft ballad and and back with something big and stuff like that, you know, you, 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 you structure the set dynamically as opposed to this year, we're structuring the set chronologically.
0: Interesting way you do that your solo material is the solo material sprinkled throughout or does that come about where we would nineteen eighty seven eighty nine or so how how do you do that or is that part of the uh, shall I say the surprise part
1: uh, we we, do, we did that so it falls right after uh, inside information perfect which I think I think was uh, in the uh, mid to late eighties and and uh, and right after that, I went in and recorded my first solo album, and, and, and that's where the the uh, Midnight Blue and Ready or Not come into set.
0: Perfect. Uh, speaking of Ready or Not and your other solo album from the late 80s, Long Hard Look, and, and that material, obviously they're the hits off of those, Midnight Blue, Just Between You and Me, from from the second album. But are there any solo materials or any solo songs that given the choice of anything you could perform and you're not worried about, oh, people coming for the hits or whatever, what solo material would you most like to include in a set list?
1: I think I'd like to do uh, 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 one or two songs from the Shadow King album in the early 90s hmm. with Vivian Campbell.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. What, any particular uh, tunes off of that one?
1: Uh, let's see. Um, uh, there, there's a there There's a bunch. Uh, uh... I I would say um, I I, I don't know. I I just think there's a a ton of real tough rockers, Mm -hmm. Um, and and there's some very, very cool acoustic ballads. And I don't know. I can't. It's it's hard to pick one. They're they're like your children. Which one do you pick?
0: (laughs) Exactly right. We're talking with Lou Graham ahead of his performance at Ho Chunk Gaming in Black River Falls on June 10th with special guest Mark Andrew. The show of the show, if you will, uh, the the presentation around the music. What what are we going to see on the stage? What's the, kind of the visual element to this uh, particular show this year?
1: Well, the band is is uh, is really top notch. We've got great players, uh, and and uh, they they really enjoy what they're doing. Everybody everybody sings, and and uh, you know it's just it's just a terrific show. And 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 then we have. Uh, we have some screens that come down on either side and, and every four or five songs there, there'll be uh, uh... like a an anecdote from a certain time uh... in, in uh... in foreigners history where, where i talk for about uh... uh thirty thirty five seconds telling about uh, uh... this happened here and then that happened there and then we wrote this song and then, then the band comes back out and we play that song mm-hmm
0: interesting
1: just it's just it just uh, catches people by surprise and 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 funny enough when when uh, when the, the, the little uh, uh, screen part finishes people are, are cheering for that
0: <laughs> it's all a concert that's really good the the band members you were referring to a moment ago who's in the band tell us for those for those that don't know who you got performing with you and uh, kind of what do they bring to the table
1: well uh, Michael Sterto is is a uh, is a Rochesterian. They're all Rochesterians. Uh, 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 who 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 uh, plays guitar. Uh, I've known of him and heard of him, heard him uh, for a number of years. And and uh, when I decided to uh, build build a new band from the foundation up, uh, he was someone that I, I wanted to include. Uh, now the bass player is A. D. Zimmer, Arthur Zimmer and uh he he's a terrific bass player, and has been good friends with Michael for years, so I got kind of got them as a as a package deal you know like hmm. in baseball you get two players <laughs> nice <laughs> when you make a trade or
0: something <laughs> very nice
1: so so, so uh, yeah they, they they both joined us at the same time and uh, we got a, we got a a new drummer, and our keyboard player is the same one that's been playing with me for about ten years now and uh you know, the crew is, is pretty much the same, got a new sound man, and uh, the monitor guy has been with me a long time. I communicate real good with him, and he knows just what I like to hear in my ears, so, so I'm not going to tamper with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, just, it's kind of a new attitude. It's uh, like a, a new injection of enthusiasm, and, and it's contagious.
0: How has uh, technology, from your angle, being a lead singer, you're obviously not working with the latest synthesizers, or the latest drums, or anything, but you do deal with technology to get the voice out. Uh, how has it? How has it changed over the years, going back decades, or even in the past few years, even on your on your recent solo tours? How has technology, if at all, affected uh, live performance from the front of the stage?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, for years and years, when I was singing with Warner there were monitor wedges, like like a, a speaker that's in a wedge shape aim, aimed up at me. And, and, uh, and I, would, I would hear my voice out of that speaker, but, but a lot of times uh, uh, the, the, the musical and the things would bleed through, Mick's guitar would bleed through his mic and, and end up coming at me through the speaker too. So I was trying to get just my own voice so I can pitch pitch well you know and and uh, I'd start hearing all this other stuff bleeding through there and, and it, was, it was very difficult to to make my voice rise above the electronic instruments so so I could know that I was pitching the notes right mm-hmm. but but uh, you know back, back in the early 90s this started the advent of, of something called in ears which are small earphones in either ear plugged into to a um, to a, a battery pack uh, on which you kind of clip onto your pocket, and and uh, and an antenna, and the monitor guy can mix any mix you want. Uh, I tell him I want my voice the loudest with no echo on it, and then I need a little guitar. I need a little bit of drums, and and the bass will bleed through the mic, so I don't need any of the bass. You know, I need a little bit of keyboards. So I, I, I get when well, we do our sound check, I get my my personal mix just the way i want it and when i walk on stage i I know
0: what to expect how much do those do the in-ears block out all of the sound around you are are they are they fairly sound tight or what, what how much do you hear your mix versus what all is playing throughout the arena or the room or wherever you're in
1: I think the the acoustics of the room still, still affect the in ears because if the sounds bouncing around, it bounces back through my mic, and, and everybody else's mic, even the mics on the on the amplifiers. So it it can be a, a, a pretty a messy situation, but but that's why we we spend a lot of time at our sound check making sure that that our that the in ears are exactly the way. We want to expect them when we walk on the stage that night. And, and uh, I would say 85 to 90 percent of the time, it, it's like, it's like listening, listening to a good stereo system while you're on stage.
0: And meanwhile, the voice is the voice. The technology doesn't change there. The human voice is always the same. How do you...
1: I, I can keep that voice above the electronic instruments. So, because so, when we used to have speakers, to hear myself, I used to have to scream... By the end of the show it was hoarse and and there was a good chance we'd have to cancel the next one. Now if I want to hear my voice a little louder, I just turn up my volume. Perfect.
0: That's so much that's so much better than it than it used to be. Now how do you keep your, your the actual voice itself in shape? What are your warm up techniques? What do you do? If there are vocalists that are listening and they want to know how do you keep singing after all these years to keep that voice in as good a shape, what do you do?
1: Well uh, um you know, when we have sound check, I, I sing a little bit, but I don't sing hard. You know, I don't push it. Uh, I use that as as like a, a warm up for me. And and uh, and then uh, when we come down to the dressing rooms, about an hour, hour and fifteen minutes before the show, I start doing scales. First, low scales, ah, uh, uh, you know, and, and then you go higher and higher, then you go back down low again. So, so you really. Uh, get your your voice box flexing, you know, mm-hmm. and and uh, before the show, I, I I drink a little bit of tea and honey, and and only water, you know, and and I try and make sure that my last meal is at least four four hours before I go on, because I don't I don't want any acid reflux on them, mm-hmm. you know,
0: exactly right, yeah.
1: So, so so you know it's 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 a it's it's a method that I've used for for a number of years. And, and uh, it's, it's really served me well. And when I hit the stage, I'm, uh, I know that my voice to a degree is warmed up already, and, and I don't have to baby it for the first few songs. I just can jump right in there and, and knock them out, you know? Very good. And then when the show's over, I, I go back and I drink some tea and honey and some more water, and I try not to talk. You know, I I, I stay. I, I only talk when I absolutely have to, and then I then I go back to my
0: hotel room and watch a little TV and go to bed. Mm. And it keeps the voice going. That's very awesome. Yeah. T- t- talking with Lou Graham, the voice of Foreigner, special guest Mark Andrew. Uh, speaking of which, you, uh, Mark Andrew, uh, how would you get hooked up with him, and uh, and what what's he bringing to the show?
1: Well, to tell you the truth, we 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 had nothing to do. With, with the opening act, and and uh, that was that was arranged for us. Mm. I'm looking forward to hearing him, but but I can't say I've uh, I've even heard of him. So this, this I, I hope he he kicks butt, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to take a good listen to him and his
0: band. That that's going to be really cool. Do you see yourself doing new music in the future? Any solo albums to come? Any writing you're doing? Uh, any what? What are there any studio projects to come?
1: are. We have about seven or eight songs uh, written already, and and uh, we're just trying to decide uh, uh, when when the best time to release them would be. And we may release two or three at a time. You know, since since albums are are almost a thing of the past, already people download singles and maybe a couple songs at a time. It's 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 almost pointless to to put out a whole album, where where even a few years ago people used to listen. Uh, to the whole side and then they turn it over and listen to the other whole side. Mm -hmm. That's not the way things are done anymore. Everything's done by one song, you know? So, So when people download, they'll download an album's worth of songs, but it'll be by different artists
0: what What's your take on streaming and downloads is, is the model working well for artists there's been there's been plenty of criticism, but then other others are diving in in certain ways. Where do you think the record industry is right now or what needs to be adjusted if anything?
1: well you know it certainly is different all, all the huge conglomerates are are about a fraction of the size they they used to be uh, uh, and particularly with 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 home studios where people can just record uh, Basically, for nothing, and and put their songs uh, 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 to be heard and downloaded. You know, you, you're 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 almost uh, you're the master of your own career.
0: A lot of people have been lost this year. It, it seems unusual that there've been so many big names between David Bowie and Glenn Frey, Prince, and many others as well. I mean, the the list could go on. I could I could just keep reading names. That would take like five minutes right there. It is admittedly kind of a, a downer of a subject, but of all of all of these icons who have passed on this year, is there one in particular, or maybe a couple in particular that you are going to miss the most or have any reflections upon?
1: Well, uh, uh, I, I saw the Eagles in in Buffalo, New York uh, about a week before Glenn passed. Hmm. and to 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 look at him and to hear him, you would think he was 100% healthy, but apparently he was struggling for the last number of months, and they had to cancel shows periodically, which I didn't know until he passed away. You know, and I, I, I just get the feeling that 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 something could have been done for him, but but he he he, he wanted to continue touring, and and uh, I mean he 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 took his life in his hands, I think, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, your show is coming up on Friday, July 10th. Have, have you been to western Wisconsin in the past? Any any of the areas around here? I know Black River Falls is about 45 minutes to the southeast of uh, of Eau Claire, r- right about where I am at, but have you been to the to this part of the Neck
1: of the Woods if you will? We we've played uh, summer festivals in Eau Claire.
0: Ah, yes, yes. Uh, like Sawda City Days, I'm thinking, or with some of those, some of those other events like that up, up in, up around here. What do you think of the area? What do you, what, what do you think of Western Wisconsin?
1: God's country. It's just beautiful. The scenery is unbelievable. We, we, we stayed at a hotel that was, that was uh, the front of it was on the land and the and the backside of it was on the water, hmm. right on the water.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And,
1: that... and it was so peaceful and so beautiful.
0: Well, we're glad that you're coming back up here to the to this uh, to to our neck of the woods. It's going to be a great concert. Oh I,
1: yeah, the kids are crazy
0: up there. That's the part I like. Yeah, we, we just go nuts for 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 that music. I I got last thing before I let you go. The the phrase that the description that always stuck with me. It was on MTV in, like, 1990. It was a MTV reunion weekend. They had the original five VJs on. And Nina Blackwood, I believe it was her, came on, was introducing a video. It was a Foreigner video and said, this person's got the best voice in, in rock and roll music. And I was a kid at the time, and that stuck with me. I mean, I've known your music all along. But I always went, you know what? Every time I hear you sing, I'm like... That's about as good as it gets, so we're glad you're still singing. We're glad you're still performing, and it's going to be a great concert. Thank you once again, Lou Graham, performing at Ho-Chunk Gaming on June 10th. Are you
1: going to be there?
0: We should hook up. Huh, we'll, we'll see if we can pull it off. Maybe so. We'll see, if, uh, see how my schedule looks, so, uh, so enjoy the concert either way, and have a, have a fun time here in Wisconsin.
1: Will do. Thank you so much
0: great interview there from May of 2016 with Lou Graham. Now, the following year, he was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and as the 2010s closed out, he got back with Foreigner. They did their 40th anniversary big reunion events. They brought in former members of Foreigner to join the stage with current members of Foreigner. It was really cool getting to see them all back together and Lou Graham and Mick Jones apparently have worked on some music. Maybe we'll hear that at some point. Regardless, that was great to hear about Lou Graham. You can find out more about what Lou Graham's up to if you go to his official website, which is lougramofficial.com. Lougramofficial.com You can also follow him on social media, especially Facebook and Twitter. This has been the first part of the three-part Foreigner series here on the Got Time for a Quick Story podcast. Thanks, as always, to my employer, Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, for providing facilities to do this podcast. And a lot of these interviews that I do, you can listen to at the interviews page at GreatestHits98.1.com. Also, you can subscribe to Got Time for a Quick Story via Apple, Android, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and rate this podcast up as well. That'll get out more word about it. Got time for a quick story.
1: I'm Luke Anthony.